The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their over-under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100 at sleeper.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. IP Vanish is the official VPN of SGPN, and they're offering 70% off if you go to IPVanish.com slash SGP. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. And of course, make sure to check out our new Discord server. It is the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to SportsCamilyPodcast.com slash Discord. Drivers, start your... Wrap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb. We go racing this weekend, not on an oval, not on a road course, but... A triangle, a triangle of all shapes. It is, of course, the Pocono race on the schedule. It's the M&M's Fan Appreciation 400. M&M's are round, though, Cody, and, and this track is a triangle. But anyways, he's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Villagomez. This is the NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Super excited to bring you the betting uh, episode of the show Again, Cody, this is a triangle, and I'm not sure that this was a geometric shape that God intended racing to be on, but here we are. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, dif- d- different shape this week for sure. We've, we see a lot of configurations, and this is the only one of this style. So, again, we talked about it on the, on the review slash preview show. They wanted to be different and uh, accomplished. Mission accomplished for sure. No turn Also, four. M&M's, uh, you know, it, it's great to see them sponsoring this race. They're leaving NASCAR. They've been a full-time sponsor uh, in the series for a long time. The first time they sponsored a NASCAR race was in 1990. So, been a part of the sport here and there for a while. They've been a primary sponsor on a car a long, long time. I mean, I mean, back in the late 90s, I remember that 36 car Elliot with Sadler's M&M's. And then, yeah, they've been, they've been on the 18 now for a while with Kyle Busch. Um, so yeah, it's been a great sponsor in the series. Unfortunately, they're leaving for, for different things. Uh, hopefully they'll be back here and there, but, uh, they've, they've been a, been a good one. So it's nice to kind of see them go out with their, their big bang this, this week, uh, and their last title sponsor race. My favorite is the M&M on the back of the car. That's always like, Oh, always looks scared. Yeah. yeah. It's, like uh, he's about to get hit. Yeah, man. They, uh, they've had some just great paint schemes over the years too. And, and mixing it up with, 
M&Ms and Skittles and the zombie Skittles and all the different, I mean, that, you know, and even like some Snickers ones. I mean, it's the whole Mars Wrigley thing. So they've thrown a lot of different, different fun, cool cars out there. So definitely one that's going to be missed, but, uh, but they've been a great sponsor for a long time. So, uh, you know, shout out to M&Ms. Made for some good die casts, I'll tell you that much. Uh, Absolutely. So again, we race around this triangle. All three series are participating this weekend. So this uh, first stage is, is going to have to be trucks now. So yay, we don't have to do any tap dancing. We can just start the bets off right away with the bets. And, uh, you know, uh, with all three series taking place this weekend, there's going to be a lot of fun uh, happenings and fun talks going on in the discord so make sure you check out that nascar discord where we will again continue this conversation as well as give you all sorts of bets especially as the qualifying happens and just we'll keep you abreast of everything going on it's it's always a lot of fun so hit the discord and make sure you check out more of our bets but the truck race it is the crc break lean 150 60 laps on this two and a half mile paved track as we talked about it is the triangle this is going to be uh, what Cody had said yesterday as far as this is the, the last race of the regular season for the trucks. So now no cup regulars, nobody else that doesn't need to be there. This is strictly truck racers racing for their postseason lives. Cody, we're going to be in for a hell of a show uh, at Pocono for the, the season finale, the regular season finale for the trucks. Absolutely. Yeah, this is, uh, you know, last chance to to get, you know, call your shot, get that win and get yourself into the playoffs, which will start next race. So, uh, I think it's going to be real exciting. I love when we have all three series in action. I love when they're all at the same track and we get to see a lot of racing. I like the Friday night races, but I do like when we get the, the double headers on Saturday, you get a full day of racing. So man, I'm excited. I'm ready to go. All right. Well, let's go ahead and start kicking off some of your favorite bets for the truck series. Go ahead and hit us with your first one. Okay. I'm going to start Zane Smith. Top five, this is juiced up a little, minus 170, but for good reason. Uh, his last four races, second place at Mid-Ohio, second place at Nashville, third place on the dirt at Knoxville, second place at Sonoma. So dirt tracks, road courses, ovals, let's throw a triangle in there. Top three in the last four races. I mean, he's, he's one of the best trucks, if not the best truck. He hasn't won in these last few races, but, uh, you know, that could easily change this week. Uh, but Zane Smith, he's been super consistent been one of the best trucks out there again we don't have cup guys taking away those top five spots at all um so so i love zane smith top five at minus 170 i can't argue with zane smith sitting on the top of the point standing right now projected playoffs in first place nine top five finishes three wins on the season for zane smith yeah i mean there's not much more you can uh, of an argument you can make for zane smith with another uh, solid performance especially here at pocono and again we're not even asking him to win we just want him to get a top five and with a, a season that he's been having, of course, that is highly possible. So, Yeah, and they're going to want to have a really solid day. He's most likely going to win the regular season championship. He's got a 58-point lead over both John Hunter Nemechek and Chandler Smith at this time. Um, so uh, you're going to see him be maybe not super aggressive going for the win necessarily, but they're going to want to get a really solid, good finish, be running up there in the top five, secure that regular season championship. You get a trophy for that. And most importantly, you get those 15 bonus points, bonus playoff points that roll over with you each round through the playoffs. So um, so I, I definitely expect a, a solid day out of that team. I yeah, like I said, I can't I can't uh, fault you on that one because Zane Smith is the top of the heap right now and the man to beat 
to be honest with you. Uh, would not be surprised to see him win, although neither one of us have him to win. But that's all right. I mean, he's there. If you want to try, you can go ahead and do it. But yeah, we, we just want a top five out of him. Speaking of top fives, I'm going to go Stuart Friesen with a top five. Stuart Friesen is actually right now in fourth place basically in the play well actually would it be fifth place right now in the playoff standings right now he's uh fourth in points overall it's my favorite canadian man i, I can't get away from this guy i, I do enjoy uh, finding freezing bets in fact this this truck race i actually said to myself how can i get a freezing bet in because i really wanted to put some money on freezing uh, the last few races at Pocono have not necessarily been the best for him, but he does have two top 10 finishes, one top five, uh, and it's really done well in Pocono so far. Last year was kind of a rough one. He had a 33 place, a 33rd place finish at Pocono, but Friesen has been really good this season. He's got nine top tens. He's got six top fives, three top fives in a row, Knoxville, Nashville, and mid Ohio, two fifth places and a fourth. I think another top five finish for him on this track is highly doable, especially knowing that he wants to basically, he's got to improve right now a little bit if he wants to get in uh, securely, securely into the play. Not that he's not already in, but you know, playoff points and all that stuff is, is that is everybody wants him now as we head into the playoffs. So give me freezing top five at plus 170 for this race. Yeah, I like this one. I mean, we always love freezing. He's having probably the best season of his career so far. They are super on top of things. Again, you talked about it three races in a row, right in that momentum. When you get to this part of the season, this is where you can really, really start to look at the last few races and how guys are trending and, and play a lot more off of that because that's when they, you know, you really start seeing where guys start to figure stuff out and they're really hitting on things. And once they get rolling, it's hard to stop them. So again, you're going to plus money. So I like this one as well. Amen to that. All right. What is your next bet, my friend? My next bet is going to be my first uh, bet to win. Austin Hill, plus 600. Love this guy. He hit for us a couple weeks ago in the Xfinity Series at Atlanta. Um, he's obviously an Xfinity Series regular now, running for the title there, but uh, was a great truck driver before that. Um, always did well in the truck series. Last year in the truck race at Pocono here, he finished fifth place. Um, John Hunter won that race. He's obviously still in the series. Kyle Busch was second. He's not going to be in this race. Sheldon Creed was third, not going to be in this race. The only other guy who finished ahead of him was Tyler Ankrum, who will also be in this, but hasn't been having that great of a season anyways. So, uh, you know, he's proven he can run up front here. Uh, he's obviously been doing really well. Got a couple of wins in the Xfinity series, running well there. He's one of those guys that, that always did well in the trucks. He's going to jump back down. Now, you know, you see these guys move up to these bigger series, and we'll talk about this a little bit in a little bit with Cole Custer, a guy that's in the Cup Series and kind of eh, every, really not not much more than eh every week. But he jumps down to the Xfinity Series, you see these top performances. So when these guys start facing the, this better, higher competition and they step back down, you see even better increased results from them. So uh, Austin Hill to win at plus 600 is, is my pick there. And really, all he's running for is the win right now. There's no points for him. There's no anything. This is literally just him jumping in to try to win this race. So, yeah, I mean, you, you got to figure that there'll be strategies that are being called that most of these other drivers may not take, chances that they'll do it. So, yeah, I, I like this call, especially a plus 600 win 
the guy that I'm about to give you is basically the favorite to win, and he did this last year. He won here last year in the truck race. That's John Hunter Nemechek to win this race. I mean, it feels like every week, Cody, we're making the case for John Hunter Nemechek to do something good. Obviously, we know that he is top of the class for the most part in the trucks. Um, not the top of the list as far as point standings go. He is second, <laughs> and and if he were if the playoffs were to start today, he'd be in third place. But you got to think that he is after a whole lot more than just second place in points. In fact. He is, what is it, not too many points behind uh, in, in playoff terms where uh, Zane Smith has 2,037, John Hunter Nemechek has 2,018 playoff points. Nemechek's 58 points behind Zane Smith. I don't know that he can make that up in this race, but he'd sure like to give it a try. I don't know if it's mathematically possible for him to do it, but a win goes a long way in securing the rest of your season. And of course, as we've talked about before, John Hunter Nemechek is just, he's almost unstoppable in this truck. And, you know, any bet on him is is a good bet in my opinion. So at plus 450, I know he's the favorite, but at the same time, you might as well just kick the tires on him a little bit because there's a reason that he is this heavily favored. And not that it's hard to make a case for anybody else, but... With John Hunter Nemechek uh, at the wheel, with everything that's at stake right now, uh, give me him at plus 450. Yeah, no, I mean, obviously this is a good one. He's he's one of the better drivers of, you know, a former cup driver. Uh, won here last year, obviously, so that bodes well, especially when you beat a guy like Kyle Busch in the truck series. So there is that. Uh, and yeah, while, while maybe he won't necessarily probably get the regular season championship, a win is another five bonus points. <laughs> to towards the playoffs so again you know they're going to be looking to to win and go for it so yeah you, i mean he's one of the favorites for a reason and you definitely i mean it's 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 a great pick thank you thank you and your next one i'm going to take my boy carson hosevar to win 10 to 1 um he is despite not having a win this season he is locked into the playoffs um on points now it's he it's not mathematically possible for him to not get in. So so he's got the safety of that. So really, he's racing for nothing else in this race other than a win and some of those bonus playoff points. We've seen the guy come so freaking close so many times. I'm going to keep betting on him until he gets it. For a guy that's been that close this many times this season to be 10 to 1 odds, I love that. And, and you know, I, I, he can get it done on each each and every weekend. He's so close to getting that first one, and once he does, watch out. And, you know, you win the last one before the playoffs start. It's a hell of a time to start getting hot. So uh, Carson Hosovar, 10-1, to 1, just def definitely too good for me to pass up on. And, uh, yeah. I, I think you and Hosovar are like me and Friesen. You just you have to find a way to work them into just yep. about anything that you've got going on. So, yeah. You can't I, quit something that good, you know? <laughs> no, you can't, especially when it continues to pay off. Like, uh, obviously, bad luck is bad luck. But when he runs well, he cashes tickets. So, I'm not going to fault you on that one either. Uh, all right, so I'm going to give you a long shot in the trucks. Yay, Rod gives a long <laughs> shot. I don't know how this is going to work, but we'll see. Uh, hey, I'm going <laughs> to... 
I'm the way we've been going lately. And you hit up 15 to one in the trucks a few weeks ago. So this let's not true. forget about that. All right. This is true. Yeah, you're my scorekeeper. I, I, I <laughs> said it and forget it. Uh, I'm going to give you Ben Rhodes as the winner. He's actually a 25 to one uh, plus two fifty or 2,500. Look, Ben Rhodes, he's safely into the playoffs right now. He is fifth in points. Uh, and if, if the playoffs were to start today, he would actually be in second place with Ben Rose. So uh, he's got 20, 2019 playoff points as it stands right now. You know he's going to want to continue to get more. He's going to want to continue uh, to, to dig at this and dig at this. And look, he's run well at Pocono in the truck series. He's got six starts, three top tens, two top fives. He started on the pole here in 2017, finished second. Last season was kind of an outlier. He finished 17th in that race. Uh, but before that, he, he finished 5th, 9th, 2nd, and 11th in his other races here. He's run well at, at Pocono, right? He's done very well for himself on this track and because it's hard. It's hard to finish well on this track. So for him to be able to continue to, to get close, if not inside the top 10, uh, you know, you got to give your hats off to him. It's been a rough go for Ben. This season, I will say that in his 15 starts, only nine top tens, five top fives, that one win on the Bristol dirt. But since then, it's just been a smattering of 20th place finishes and stuff. But again, he still sits second in the playoff projections. So that tells me that Ben Rhodes is always capable of a win. And on a track like Pocono, where we're kind of just crossing our fingers and hoping for the best, uh, I think I'll give Ben Rhodes a little bit of a nod at 25 to 1. This is a massive value play. The guy is last year's truck series champion. Okay. He's 23 to one. Now he's on the same team. He was last year. It's Thor sport. They're a great team. They've been around the series a long time. They've got like four championships in the truck series. They know what they're doing. They have good trucks week in and week out. Yeah. He's had a little bit of a rough go this year, but like you just said, even with that, he's still, you know, second in the playoff points as of right now. So he's still having a good season and, He's proven he can get it done. He's gotten wins. He won the championship last year. 23, 25 to 1. That's, yeah, that's massive value. So, I, man, you're getting better at this long shot thing than I am. Yeah. See, you're I like, I like this one a lot. I, I, I am now mad at myself that I didn't see this one <laughs> on here. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, I man. Far enough down on the host of our stop me at the 10 to 1. I, <laughs> I know. Farther. You're like, scroll, 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 host of our host done. Of, okay. Yep. We're good. <laughs> Well, you know what? I'm learning from the master. That's all there's to it. By season two, folks, you are going to get a completely like 100% dialed in crew. You already got Cody on a firing, you know, so maybe I'll, I'll catch up to him as the season progresses. Uh, all right, Cody, let's take a break. We'll come back for stage two. Uh, after the pit stop, we're going to break down the Xfinity race that's happening this weekend as well at Pocono. But first, as we always do, Let's tell you about win. Make sure to get down on the wins. Bet $50 to win $200 promotion where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. And if you're betting on baseball, we know you like to bet on more than one sport. I know you like NASCAR, but you like baseball. You like football. You like cricket. You like rugby. Whatever you like and whatever you're betting. But if you're betting baseball, you got to check out WinBet. Their reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to play in the MLB. And... 
Do you want the ultimate fantasy football experience? Again, you're a NASCAR fan, but I know you love fantasy football. Bet $500 or more on sports or casino before July 31st. You can get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club. This includes a two-night stay at Wynn Resorts for you and the entire league. Multiple entries are allowed. So much to choose from. All you got to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Let's move on to Sleeper. It's the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players up to and including you, Cody, me, pretty much everybody in the SGPN Discord has more than 10 leagues on Sleeper. It is the fastest growing and the game-changing product it's unlike anything else in the industry. Now, you can make money on Sleeper, too, by playing their new over-under game. It is super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like. Pick the over or the under, for example, number of points in basketball, hits in baseball. Then, choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. And the main reason that I'm so excited about the over under on Sleeper, it's the only app where I can join my buddy's contest and we can all play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friend's picks with the tap of a button. And it is insanely fun to ride it out together. So stop whatever you're doing right now. Download the Sleeper app, play their new over under game, have fun with your friends, and more importantly, make some money on your mobile phone you can join our listener group on sleeper at sleeper.com slash sgp sleeper is going to automatically match your first deposit up to 100 dollars. that's right join our squad get the 100 deposit match at sleeper.com slash sgp we move on with the xfinity series as the xfinity cars will take to the pocono raceway Cody, I know this was like a, a back-to-back type of a thing for the last couple of years, and, and they did run two times here per year, but now it's not, and now they just got to pack the, the stands full for an entire weekend, huh? That's right, yes. Uh, yeah, that back-to-back thing was was interesting. I mean, an IndyCar is actually doing that this weekend over in Iowa Speedway, but uh, yeah, I, I'm interested in why they didn't necessarily continue to do it, but... Pocono also hasn't always delivered the best racing. Yeah, maybe that's exactly (laughs) why. It's weird, though, because that is, I mean, I I remember the first time they did the back-to-back weekend, and I thought, that's a little odd. I know that Pocono's quirky. I know that it's got its little, you know, fun little digs that we can take, but it doesn't seem like a race that should be an all-out weekend thing. I mean, if nothing else, a short track or, you know, even the dirt, Bristol dirt could be a a back-to-back weekend thing. I, I don't know. That's just me. Yeah, agreed. And maybe that's why there's not a truck race on Friday. Maybe that's why it's on Saturday too. You get both both series there together. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? I am not a scheduler. I am just a DGen like you guys. All right, let's set up the bets for the Xfinity race, uh, which just happens again to be there. Uh, go ahead and, and hit it with your first one. My first one, I am going to go with uh, Riley Herbst over Daniel Hemrick. This one's at plus 170, so I just feel like there's good value there. Hemrick has been running better the last few weeks than he started the season out, um, but he, he didn't. So last year, Riley Herbst wrecked early in the race. He, he finished horribly, so I think that probably leans in a little bit to to why he's at such plus odds. But uh, Hemrick finished sixth, but he was in that Gibbs car that he had had really he did really well, and obviously ended up winning the championship as well. Um, 
but was only able to finish sixth in it. So I, I don't expect much from Hemrick this week, the way he's been running. There's kind of some rumors going around that Colleg is struggling having three teams in the Xfinity and two teams in the Cup Series. Kind of sounds like one of those programs is going to get cut next year. You wonder, um, you know, if they're kind of stretching resources a little bit thin with all those rumors and stuff going around. Riley Herbst, we've talked about it a few times already this season. Just one of those guys that not necessarily going to get you the win or, or be one of the, the dominating cars on the day, but he's going to be up there in the top 10, getting those good solid finishes week week out for the most part. Um, so, yeah, I like uh, Riley Herbst over Daniel Hemrick at the plus 170 value. Yeah, you look at uh, Herbst's top five. I mean, look, just just to kind of backtrack a little bit, I, I have a very soft spot. Herbst did us well. Uh, a few races back, we we put him in a head dead. We don't necessarily talk about him all the time. He he's about ninth place in in the points right now. So you know he's obviously had a good season, but we barely talk about him. And the one week we did, he paid off. So I'll take you on that one. But also because Riley Herbst has about five top tens now versus uh, Hemrick's two top ten, or I'm sorry, top fives rather. Uh, Hemrick or <laughs> Herbst. Too many H's. Herbst has five. I know, right? Herbst has five top fives. Hemrick has two top fives. So, yeah, absolutely. And then uh, Herbst has 12 top tens to Hemrick's seven. So, yeah, it's in yeah, a, in a, a consistency of of the better finishes. Again, that's that's something we've we kind of have looked to all season, you know, where we've gone against guys like Suarez or Redick, where they, they don't get those finishes every week. Hemrick is kind of one of those guys, too. You, you can't rely on him to get as good of a finish week in and week out. And Herbst, like we talked about also with Brandon Jones, just one of those guys who's always up in the mix enough to get you a decent, solid finish. So, And at, at plus money like that, that's really why it jumped off the board to me. Plus 170 is really good value on that, I feel like. I agree. I agree. And I did not give the Xfinity race the proper setup that it deserves. I apologize. I failed broadcasting in college. Uh, and here I am. That's that's why I am a podcaster today. Uh, it is the Explore the Pocono Mountains 225. Running 90 laps around the two and a half mile paved track are the Xfinity drivers. So there you go. Explore the Pocono Mountains 225. I gave your sponsors the just desserts that they are supposed to do. Now, I'll get into my first bet. Uh, I'm going to give you uh, Justin Algier, Algier, Algieri, a top three finish. We've sung this guy's praises all season long. He's come through for us just about every single week that we can. I mean, look, 12 top 10s, 8 top 5s, 3 wins on the season. Uh, Allgaier is basically the driver's driver for me. I mean, if it wasn't Ty Gibbs it, earlier in the season, now it's Justin Allgaier. I just, I love the guy. I, I've, I've enjoyed watching him race. He is second in the playoffs right now. And, you know, again, I have a feeling that we're going to be uh, talking about him quite a bit in the last part of this this race because... He is racing for something. I mean, he's in the playoffs, yes, but as we've said before, you know, you, you gotta you gotta do a little something. His record at Pocono, not the best, in in the NASCAR Cup Series. I will say that <laughs> he hasn't raced well in the Cup Series, but uh, he's done very well for himself in the Xfinity Series here. And and I, again, I, I know top three is a is a lofty bet, but it is highly doable for a guy like Algar because he finished sixth in 2020 third in 2021 he had a second place finish in 2017 so he's done it here before i think he's going to do it here again especially considering the season that he's had again back to drivers on streaks doing well 
look no farther than Justin Allgaier. He's they've been heating up as the season goes on here. He's been doing extremely well. Junior Motorsports is the best team in the garage. There's no argument about that. Um, so yeah, there I can't hate any bet with him, especially when he cashed all his bets for me last week. So uh I love it. Yep. I mean he won last week. I'm not even asking him to win this week. One in Nashville, one in Darlington, right? So I mean there, there's a track record there, and I think if we follow the smoke, we're going to get the fire. And, and at plus 150 for a top three, it, it's hard to find good top three odds uh, at the very, very top. So Algaier at plus 150 is kind of a head-scratcher, but I'll take it. Yeah, absolutely. I like it. Moving on to my next one. I have Cole Custer over Josh Berry at minus 125. Um, so Custer is obviously coming down from the Cubs series. I mentioned that earlier. Uh but he's run really well in this 07 car when he's come down in it. He won at Auto Club earlier this season, basically dominated most of that race. Josh Berry ran this race last year. He was in a different car. He wasn't in the junior motorsports car. He finished ninth, so, you know, he did all right. Um, and you'd expect maybe a little bit better from him in, in the junior motorsports car. But Custer, the way that he's run when he's come down, that's basically Stuart Haas is preparing that car for him you know, they're getting extra sponsorship and all that stuff that that car doesn't normally get. It's basically coming right out of the Stuart Haas deal out of their shop. He's, you know, one of the, I don't think he won a championship when he was in the Xfinity series, but he won tons and tons of races every week. He's one of the top guys. He hasn't proven as well on the cup series circuit, but again, as we talked about before that experience against those cup series guys helps them when he steps back into a series like this. So, I don't know that he's he is the favorite to win this weekend. I, I don't know that he'll necessarily win, although I think he obviously has a good chance being the favorite. Kind of how that works, but uh, <laughs> but Cole Custer over Josh Berry is the one I like. I didn't want to take him to win, but but I like him in this matchup at minus one twenty five. You make a lot of Discord people very happy. Cole Custer is one of the fan favorites in our Discord channel. People loved it. I mean, was it last season that every, almost every bet was a Cole Custer bet? Yeah, I think Paulie bet on him every every race. He <laughs> might still be betting on him. I think he just doesn't want to tell anybody anymore because it's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> hey, one of these times it's about to – Hey, listen. But hey, if you want a time to bet on him to win, now is probably the time in the Xfinity Series. Exactly. It's just not, not the, the Cup series. series. Don't do not do that to yourself. Why Why hate yourself? You're, you're just <laughs> – go ahead and buy yourself an energy drink with the money that you were about to spend on a on a on a bet for Custer, like a rowdy energy. Just go ahead and do that. Exactly. I think he's actually sponsored in the Xfinity by like bucked up energy or so. I I don't know for sure, but I think that was the car he drove before. So see <laughs> there you go. <laughs> see? Hold on. I'm I'm gonna look at he he is uh sponsored by G Coin this week. So Oh, okay. Yeah, well, not bucked up energy. Oh well. So I guess go, sorry, bucked up, you're out. Rowdy it is. <laughs> go get some G Coin as it were. Uh, all right, I'm going to give you uh, a matchup here that I, I enjoy quite a bit, and that is uh, just or Justin. It's, see, now I can't even get his name right. Almondinger, AJ, it's got a J in it. AJ Almondinger uh, over, uh, who do I got him over? I've got him over <laughs> Sam Mayer. Uh, Cody knows I, I've, I've had a little bit of chaos going on, so I'm, my mind's a little bit all over the place. But I'm with you guys. I'm with you. Uh, it's AJ Allmendinger uh, over Sam Mayer. Here's the thing about this, right? We we all know and we've talked about Sam Mayer being good this season, and we we know how well he can run. Um, but it's just it seems like Allmendinger has just been better, right? I mean, you look at where he's at in the point standing right now. He's first 
in the in the regular season point standing. It's crazy. Uh, you would not expect AJ Allmendinger. He, really? <laughs> he really is. I didn't even realize that. Wow. See, that's, that's what I'm a... saying. He's quietly got himself Damn. up there in first place. Uh, so you know, to me, <laughs> you you bet on you bet against Allmendinger a lot, and you lose a lot. So Sam Mayer sitting in the eighth position right now overall. Allmendinger has uh, seven top five finishes, fifteen. He leads the series in in top 10 finishes with 15. Sam Mayer on the other end of that has nine top 10 finishes. He's got eight, and eight of those have been top fives. So when he's finished well, he's finished well, but Almendinger has finished better over the course of the last, or all this season. So for Pocono, I, I envision that happening again. I know <clears throat> that uh, Almendinger's on the plus money side of this because they think that uh, Sam Mayer is going to do better. But uh, I really feel like Sam Mayer's not going to come out on the winning end of this. Yeah, this is another one of those just consistency things. Mayer, he, he's got a win coming to him sooner rather than later. But yeah, there's a lot of kicking himself, you know, where he speeds on pit road or they make a mistake here, make a mistake there. He's a little too aggressive, wrecks it, stuff like that, where he's not getting the consistent finish every week. If he comes out and, like, leads a ton of laps and wins this race. I'm not going to be surprised by that at all. I've picked him a few times to win this year. He hasn't quite gotten it done yet, but he is, he's a very good driver and he's got a future here in NASCAR. I think maybe next season or two, we're really going to see him be competing uh, as he maybe steps into one of the more prominent roles as, as Gregson probably moves up to the cup series um, with that team. But again, consistent finishes, Almondinger. One of the best, obviously. That's why he's leading the points. He doesn't. He's got a couple of wins, but he doesn't have a ton of wins. He doesn't have four or five wins like Ty Gibbs does, and he's still ahead of him. So, yeah, I I, I back this one totally. I was actually looking at this matchup and decided not to take it, but I'm glad you put it on there. Well, interesting. In, interestingly enough, <laughs> goddamn words. Uh, the the only race that, that both of these guys have run was last season in the Xfinity Series. Neither one of them have run other other races other than last year in the Xfinity Series. Sam Mayer finished 18th. A.J. Allmendinger finished 5th. So if you'd have bet this last year, you would have cashed. There you go. All right, next bet for you. Next up for me, I've got two winners. Uh, Noah Gragson, plus 900. This is just a value play on him. I mean, again... I like your pick to win. You know, obviously we can bet this your guy any any week, week in a week out. All guy is going to be up there most likely. Custer's going to be good with as toss up as this series is though. Noah Gregson, he's got two wins on the season. Been a little quiet the last few weeks after after that incident at the road course where he wrecked three quarters of the field and everybody was pissed off at him. But uh, he's he's still one of the better drivers in this series and. Uh, you know, again, just solid value at nine to one. So I really like Noah Gregson. We talked about Junior Motorsports being the best team in the garage. He's one of the best drivers there is. Um, he is. He's actually fifth in the championship standings, but that's only because of his penalty that he got because of that. He, so he would actually be fourth if it wasn't for that. And he is fourth in the playoff standings were they to start today. But uh, so I like him at nine to one to win. And then I. I talk about value, man. Sheldon Creed to win this race is at 50 to one plus 5,000 odds to win this, this Xfinity series race. I don't know where they got this from. Now we've bet against him a quite a few times this season in head to heads and stuff because his consistent finishes are not there. That team has struggled. They've had issues, but on the other hand, we've seen them have good cars 
We've seen his teammate, Austin Hill, also in a Richard Childress racing car, do well, get wins. He's running up top or up front most weeks. But Creed, uh, he, he's looked really good. He, he finished third here in the Truck Series race last year behind Kyle Busch, Cup Series champion, too. only multi-time Cup Series champion that's active in Cup right now. So you don't need to say much more about that. He's got like... Six billion wins in NASCAR. <laughs> and John Hunter Nemechek, also a former Cup Series driver who was having an absolutely incredible season last year, winning almost every race, a Kyle Larson-esque a series, season in the Truck Series. But 50-1, to 1, I, I cannot believe these odds for Sheldon Creed, a guy who's in a capable – a car that's capable of winning on a good team. I mean, it's Richard Childress Racing. They have Cup Series teams. They've been around a long time. They have a good program. Now they've you know they've won championships even recently in the the Xfinity series with, with Tyler Reddick a couple of years ago, um, so I, I just I don't understand why his odds are so long. Again, you know would it surprise me if they have some big mistake? He finishes the back or, or something ruins his day? No, of course not. And that's one of the reasons he's fifty to one. But I don't think he should be this long of a shot. So at fifty to one, Sheldon Creed just massive massive value there, and, and he definitely could get it done. And He's got an Xfinity Series win coming. He he was one of the better Truck Series drivers along with his teammate Austin Hill, and, and that's why they got promoted up into the Truck Series or into the Xfinity Series. And again, hasn't put a full race together, but it, it won't be that hard for them. Definitely not fifty to one. I would never, I would not have guessed him to be this far down on the list. So when I saw this one, I, I started salivating because <laughs> I I love some Sheldon Creed at fifty to one. If you've learned nothing from this show, it is bet Cody's long shots. Just even if you're sprinkling the ever smallest of chocolate sprinkles on it, sprinkle something on it because when those things hit, man, again, I said it. We got a 40 to one already this season. Let's and go we were two laps away from a 250 to one. So we're going 40. Let's see if we can push we're going the limit 50. for the 50 to one. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! We're going to trying to get a new high score here, Rod. I know, right? <laughs> well, hey, listen, man. That's that's why you keep putting the quarters in, right? Uh, all right. right. Well, so my next winner is not necessarily as long of a shot, and probably not even somebody who uh, you I even have to really just defend to those of you who listen to this show, and that's Ty Gibbs. Ty Gibbs, he's at plus 450. We always use. I mean, we tell you that there's not a lot of value in in betting the favorites, but. It's a little odd that Ty Gibbs is plus 450 right now, considering what he's done this season. I mean, you talk about his 18 starts. He's got 10. He's only finished outside of the top 10 eight times, right? He's got 10 top 10s, seven top fives, four wins. I mean, the dude's on a tear right now. So he's not slowing down other than the last couple of weeks, which, and, and to go back to your Gragson thing, Cody, that's almost, uh, it's, uh, they say there's a trap game, right, in, in, in any other sport where, there's a team that isn't been doing all that well, and then the team that's been dominating comes in, and you you are you think that the team that that's been dominating is going to come in and just annihilate the team that that is hasn't been doing well, but then all of a sudden the team that hasn't been doing well runs up and and just conks them on the head. Well, that's kind of how I feel about these these two drivers, Gragson and Gibbs, at the same time. Gragson's finishes have been sort of mediocre. Gibbs has been way beyond what he's normal. Thirty fifth in Atlanta, twenty first in New Hampshire after which he won in Elkhart Lake, uh, fourth in Nashville, seventh in Portland, second in Charlotte. So he had a good stretch of, of races and then sort of went dormant, had some bad luck, especially in Atlanta where he crashed out. This is the race now as we start to get closer to the playoffs ending that Ty Gibbs should reassert some dominance. 
The only time he's ever been on this track, finished second. So, I mean, for a red-hot young driver like Ty Gibbs, you put him in a track where he finished second last season. I'm curious to see where he's going to qualify this week, but I almost don't feel like it matters because I feel like uh, he started 14th in that race and moved all the way up to second. So, you got to figure that it's at some point he's going to figure this out and, and win this race. And I, I feel like that's this week. You know, like I said, two disappointing finishes in a row. Ty Gibbs, people are sleeping on him right now. Maybe that's why he's at plus 450 and maybe not in the plus 300 range. Uh, but I'll take that. To me, I feel like that that feels like value. No, absolutely. Uh, I mean, yeah, you said it. You said it. You laid out the case. I have no arguments. Just say Ty Gibbs, bet on him. We could say that every week. Like, you don't really need to say anything else about the guy, but you laid it out perfectly. A lot of value there. Usually you're seeing him at plus 200, plus 300, something like that. So when you're getting him a little farther down down the road, he's had a couple of not as good weeks. Obviously, you got Custer coming down. So that drops his odds a little, but that's the time to pounce on it. That's the time to bet him. So I have no arguments there. Uh, I think that we, we've given you three solid guys that could easily win this race. I mean, Creed, okay, Creed is not easily win this race, maybe, but uh, he's obviously 50 to 1. But two guys that could easily win this race and another guy that hopefully will win the race. But uh, we're going yeah, to no long shot. On Ty Gibbs. We're gonna have to make a long shot. We're going to have to make a long shot corner for you. Uh, if, if Creed wins this week, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we're going to have to do something on that. I've got but, the harp uh, ready. I do. Or if or if my Cup Series long shot pulls it off, that's even longer. Just a little tease for, for what's coming up for you. All right. Well, there it is. Let's uh, let's step aside, come back with stage three, and we'll give you that super long shot. Of course, after we give you all the other bets, you gotta, <laughs> we gotta, we gotta wet your appetite somehow. We gotta make you keep coming back for more. So, uh, stage three when we come back. But first, make sure you're jumping in to that Discord channel. Cody and I are rocking that NASCAR channel along with everybody else in there. Big shout out to Polly. Big shout out to Beijing Wings. Big shout out to all of our friends. Go Bearcats. Everybody in there that is making that channel happen week after week after week, day after day. Not only do we put what we talk about in here, but we continue the conversation after qualifying, after all that stuff is going on. We continue to talk to you, lay out the bets that we like the best. And of course, as the race goes on, we all talk about the sweat. Now also, there's tons of other channels for you, and they're all visible. The Slack channel, it was great, but we couldn't see all the channels that you weren't in. Now, you can see everything that the SGPN has to offer, from TVs and movies to uh, Ultimate Disc to fat guy food aisles whatever it is you want to talk about guaranteed there's somebody in the discord channel that wants to talk about it with you and if not start your own damn channel and talk about it with the people that want to do it with you as well make sure to check out the discord server perfect place to interact with sweat bets with the entire sgpn crew all you got to do to make that happen go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash discord you know that browsing online using incognito mode does not actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well be giving away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, other prying eyes. That is why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. That means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location 
location will be hidden. IP Vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It is literally that simple. You can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on your speed. So your computers, tablets, phones, the God's Eye View, and the SGP and Mothership, and all those devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. So whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IP Vanish. IP Vanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for you with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free. IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you got to do, tap one button, you're instantly protected. You won't even know that it's on. So stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com slash SGP. Use the promotional code SGP. Claim your 70% savings. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. I know that we don't want Pocono to completely vanish from the schedule. I do love the quirkiness of this track, and and we talked about it a little bit yesterday, but this new car, I'm so, so curious to see how it's going to react to this because, again, a triangle has three, I mean, pretty decent straightaways that you can build up quite a bit of speed, especially uh, the one heading into to turn one. It's just it's fascinating, and I, I'm I'm ready to see what this car can do on this track. And and to me, like that's that's really the the main show. All this betting stuff is is fine and all, but I want to see how this car does on this track. Yeah, I think it's going to be super exciting. I mean, we've seen this car go through a lot of different tests and challenges, but this is something totally different. We haven't seen something like this. It, it's it it kind of takes a bunch of different venues and, and puts them all together almost in a big mixing pot and mashes it up into a triangle which who would have thought you know so yeah it's it's going to be exciting and again we've seen so many times already this year tracks that didn't provide that great of racing the racing got better with this new car so that's again what we can hope for this week um we've had some pretty good racing in the last few weeks so i'm excited to watch it strategy could easily come into play here it has many times um and, and you know they've talked about on the broadcast and stuff. They don't exactly know how much fuel they can pack into these cars. And with these shorter pit stops on the tires and stuff, you're not always getting a full. It it's going to come into play. One of these days where we get a long green flag run at the end and somebody runs out of gas. It's not something we've seen in a while, but uh, it, it's going to happen again. And this is one of those places that they, you, you've seen it many times and I wouldn't be surprised to see it again. I remember a couple of, well, maybe it was three, three or four seasons ago when that was it. That was the talk. Every every race was a fuel mileage race. It's like, oh, when it, what, how are we going to come down to this last pit stop? And, and at what point are we going to be worrying about fuel mileage? And that was it. That was the talk. Now, you don't hear that. Like, especially with, with the invention of stage breaks and, you know, with all of the, the stuff that happens. And, and there's been a lot more cautions, it feels like, in my opinion, uh, oh, over yeah. the last well, few. The stage breaks are definitely the biggest culprit of getting rid of it, just because there's that guaranteed stop and that you're, you're specifically planning out how to break up each stage. Whereas prior to stage racing, you had a 500-mile race. Go figure out how you're going to do it. You don't know when the cautions are going to be. So obviously that, you know, that, that cut way back on it. But then, yeah, I mean, cautions have definitely been up the last couple of seasons and, and especially this season with the, with the new car too. And I think the stage racing leads to that. And stage racing also gives us a lot closer races. It bunches the field back up. You don't have Richard Petty putting everybody eight laps down. Everybody wants old NASCAR back, but that's literally how races used to finish. So 
when you got one car that wins and the next guy is eight laps down. Is that that much fun? I don't know. But uh, <laughs> I mean, seriously, go back and look. That's at the dog on old NASCAR because I love old NASCAR. But everybody does. You but know, it's yeah. not. You know, the glory days are always seem better maybe than they were. <laughs> well, and so look, if you're new to the sport and if if you're somebody who hasn't watched for a while, go back and watch some of the. There's some on YouTube. There are always some old races on YouTube. Go back and watch. Watch now. And then go back and watch then. See the difference. It's not that we we're hate on the old NASCAR, but now it just it's a little more I, I, I want to say it's entertainment. More competitive value. now than it's competitive. ever competitive. And some people will argue that and and oh Richard Petty won two hundred races and seven championships. Like there's no way you can tell me that it wasn't harder for Jimmy Johnson to win seven championships than it was for Richard Petty to do it. Well, because they kept changing the format on yeah. him. Like, he, literally. He through, like, six different formats, <laughs> through playoff formats, through elimination things. Petty didn't have to deal with all that. And not that he's not one of the best drivers to ever do it, and not that he didn't win seven championships. Like, you just got to do what's out there in front of you. And, you know, yes, things are going to be different in any scenario, but you're also going to handle things. To, people are always like, well, you know, this guy would have won the points if we had the old playoff or old – standings whatever well would he though because he probably would have done things a lot differently during that time like it's impossible to to do that but yeah this is a whole other tangent that we're getting off on but uh, but yeah it, it, it yeah i could go all day on because <laughs> some people annoy me nascar fans can be annoying sometimes <laughs> it, i mean look it's true because you talk about strategy and everybody's talking about oh well because these guys went all out and for every race and they didn't have to worry about well playoff points or what any anyway, you're right let, let's do a special, special episode in the off-season and talk oh, about Oh, yeah, that's that a, this stuff. is an off-season episode. Let's write that down. <laughs> all right, keep that in our in our day planner. Let's talk about some bets for this M&M's Fan Appreciation 400 that is happening at the Pocono Speedway. Uh, again, this is, the main, this is the main course for all of us. This is where all the M&M's are. 160 laps on this two-and-a-half-mile paved track for these guys talk about what happened last year here there was four caution laps the margin of victory was eight seconds which was kind of a big margin of victory between kyle bush and kyle larson 12 uh, lead changes uh not necessarily the most exciting of races but as we said this car has made everything different and in that vein cody what is your first bet for this m&m's fan appreciation 400 my first bet a little bit of a fun one here um, and just a funny note to, to throw out here. So last week I gave out first, second, and third for any manufacturer at 10 to one, that same bets on the board this week. And it's three to one, it's plus 300. I thought that was a crazy shift. And as we almost said it last week, but anyways, my first bet is, uh, Toyota to finish first and second at plus 450. I really like this one. Toyota has got a good history here. Denny Hamlin's been great here. Kyle Busch has been great here. Um, it looks like we have two Toyotas in some of our winner picks, so potentially a first and second place there. Uh, you saw last week with uh, uh, Bubba Wallace run good. Um, Kurt Busch has been running well. We've seen these Toyotas have speed. They've been good. They, you know, they were really fast last week. Dominated the race with Truex. So Toyota finished first and second. I like this one at, at plus four fifty. I feel like there's good value there. Um, and yeah, it's just first and second. So. You know, even if you get a guy like Chase Elliott or something up there in third, 
first and second's even easier to do than first, second, and third. I'm not mad at it. And in fact, it's funny because last night we were talking uh, with the IBT crew, the in-between media crew, uh, and, and Full Tank Phil as well. We were talking about how uh, Toyotas have, have run well lately, especially lately. And with this first, second, and third type of a prop bet, uh, you know, it, it's not out of the realm of possibility. And, the, and you know, Phil brought up a good point where we're, we're mainly talking about the Gibbs guys, right, uh, being the top dogs in the Toyota camp. But, boy, 2311 has made themselves known over the last few weeks, especially with Wallace and Kurt Busch both performing relatively well uh, these last few weeks. So it would not be out of the realm of possibility to have uh, two teams in the Toyota camp actually finish first and second as well. So I do like that bet, especially given the fact that they have been running well lately. Uh, obviously, last season, a Toyota did cross the finish line first here. So, you know. And, oh, yeah. And- How did I not mention Chris Bell, who won last week? 18-1, to by the way. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I could forget so quickly. But, uh, no. yeah, we've seen he can run well, obviously. He did it last week. Yeah. Well, and, and not only that, but it's it been Toyota two out of the last three races, too. So, you know, that, that's the way it is. Again, back to recent trends. It back it, to recent trends. It's been going that way. So, yep. Well, seeing as though I've got a Toyota to win, and I won't say who yet, I will tell you that I, I like that bet. Because I don't care who finishes second after him as long as it's a Toyota. That way we both can walk home happy. All right. I am going to start my first pick with Bubba Wallace as a top five. I, I Follow me on this one, guys, because this is a little bit of a stretch. I know that he did it last week, but uh, he also did it in his last start here at Pocono as a driver of the 23 car at this track. Look, listen, let's go back even farther. His time with the 43, 26, 38, 33. I'm not, this is not measurements for me. 26, 38, 33, 21, 22, 22, 20. With the 23 as first season, 14th, last season, 5th. I, I I almost feel like this is just better equipment. I, I know that Petty Petty gave him good equipment, but twenty three eleven seems to be a a really on track team right now. And we talked about Kurt Busch and Bubba Wallace getting a little bit better uh, week after week, and it, and it's shown because again he he had a great finish last week. He had a great finish last time at Pocono. So I almost feel to me like Bubba Wallace in this area with a top five is not out of the realm of possibility. This is a plus 400 bet. I, I like this bet because it's almost the same as, as Ty Gibbs winning the Xfinity race. It's still a plus 400 bet, plus money, four to one that he finishes top five. Maybe this team has found something. Maybe they can ride the momentum of last week around this track. Maybe they can take some of the notes that they had last year's top five finish. Obviously, we know that they can't translate them one for one, but at the very least, they can kind of process it, see how it translates to this car. Maybe they give them a top five car again. I'm willing to take it at four to one. Yeah, we just talked about Toyota, how, how they can be good. Another guy that could get that one-two finish for you, get the top five. He's coming off a of one. Got it last year. I, I I don't think you really need to go into it any more than that. It's uh you know it's plus four hundred for a reason, but it's a solid value bet, so I, I like it as well. Yep. I mean, it's one a little lower down on the list on your top fives, so make sure you scroll for that. But I, I like it. Um. All right. I love I love your next one up to a certain point. I, I love it because I love the driver that you're taking the other driver over. But boy, when I when I dug into, it, I was like, yep. Yeah, okay. I'm going to concede this one to you. Okay, so yes, I have Joey Logano over Alex Bowman. Minus 105, so it's not even juiced up. 
This is simply Alex Bowman hasn't even finished three of the last four races. That's that's all that this this is coming from. I didn't look at past stats. Bowman won one of these back-to-back races last year. He should have finished second, obviously. Kyle Larson blew a tire in the final third turn and uh, and lost it. But just this is just recent, recent. Uh, Bowman has not been doing well. He's like I just said, you know, he hasn't even finished three of the last four races. He's hardly two of those races. He, I don't even think they've made it to the first pit stop before he's been out at, at Nashville and this past weekend. So just things are not been going his way. And that's all this one is, is just Joey Logano has been a solid guy. He gets good finishes week in and week out. I don't necessarily think he's going to be up there battling for the win this week, but uh, you know, and Bowman could come out of nowhere and surprise us. It's a Hendrick car. Those guys can win any given week, any given time, but he's not been doing it lately. And this is just following those trends. So Joey Logano over Alex Bowman, almost even money at minus one Oh five. So I, I, this, this matchup jumped off the board to me right away. So I, I like it. Well, and that's why. I mean, you you talk about people who have won here, and and the bookmakers. I don't know. They don't watch the races. They obviously don't. They see who wins, and they go, "Oh, Alex Bowman won a race. Let's put him." Well, against and, Joey and I think there is some name value to it too, because you you look at it and you're like, "Yeah, Joey Logano has the season been that great?" Like they don't talk about him week in and week out. It's like, eh. but Bowman, it's like, oh, he won. He's won at least one, right? He's won a couple. Hendrick's been winning a bunch. Like, so I think the public will think that way and maybe lean toward Bowman right away. But when you think about it, Bowman hasn't done well. Yes, Logano's not up there winning every week, although he can, and he's won multiple times this year. But, so I think that's part of it as well. Yeah, no, and I agree with you 100%. Because like I said, I looked at this initially and I was like, uh, but even yesterday on the IBT program, I was talking about maybe Alex Bowman can steal himself a good finish. But with the way Joey Logano's been running, he's been one of those guys we talked about quietly putting together a good season. Joey's got a couple of wins, but it just feels like he's quietly been putting together a good season. It's like, oh, look, Joey Logano won. And then all of a sudden, it's just like a string of not wins. But then it's like, oh, look, Joey Logano won. But he's still been doing well. We just haven't been talking about it as much, so I, I like that bet. Uh, and and it's just it hurts my heart to watch the forty eight not do well. I will tell you that right now, uh, as a former Jimmy Johnson fan, well, still a Jimmy Johnson fan, but you know it just hurts to watch the forty eight not do as well as he should. Uh, all right, I am giving you Eric Amarola over Eric Jones in this race, and and Cody, a lot like you, this is just more of what is happening right for Almarola lately rather than it is uh, anything else. And, and I feel like uh, Eric Almarola has proven, because he's in the conversation. Like Eric Jones, we, we talk about it. We're like, oh, look, surprising that he's in the in the conversation. But he's the finishes have not necessarily consistently backed up what they're supposed to be. But for Almarola, it just feels like he's, he's gaining a little momentum. And I feel like this is an a opportunity for him to do well at this track and to at least finish over Eric Jones because, you know, again, when you just look back at what's been going on, you're like, ah, oh, you know, Eric Jones, yeah, he's been finishing well, but now what happens? He doesn't finish, finish, finish well. So, but uh, you look at what Almirola has done here in his 19 starts, four top 10s, two of those came in 2020, both of those 2020 races where he started on the pole in 2020, the first race, finished third, started 18th in the next race, Finished fifth. couple of 16th place finishes since then uh, at Pocono. But again, we're not asking him to win. We're just asking him to finish in front of uh, Eric Jones, which, again, I think that 10 
uh, has the opportunity to do it. Yeah, I, I agree with you on this one. I, I mean, again, it's not a super sexy matchup, but we've just Eric Jones really at the beginning of the season kind of popped a bunch and, and we saw him do really well, but then he's kind of faded since then. Almarola has always been for years one of those guys you can just rely on to get a good finish. You're not going to see him up front again that often, snag a win here and there, but he's always solid, always consistent, and he's going to usually get you a decent finish. Last week, obviously, he had the mechanical problem with, with losing fourth gear. Tough to do anything at that point, so we didn't necessarily see it when we thought we would there. But I think other than that, it's he's had he's made a really good case. And, yeah, so I like this one as well. Eric Jones, uh, just for the, the record, 26th at, uh, at Road America, 4th at Atlanta, which is probably what's driving this price. 19th last week at New Hampshire, but you look back at what he's done at Pocono, a 31st last year, 22nd the year before. He did finish third in 2020, but he was 38th uh, in 2020 as well earlier that year. Another thing that might be stringing his price along, too, is you look back as, as the driver of the 20 car, uh, he had a second-place finish, a third-place finish, and a fifth-place finish, but that was Joe Gibbs, number 20, right? This isn't what he's in right now, which is Richard Petty, not necessarily Joe Gibbs equipment. Yeah, and that was the Toyotas, which we've been talking about already as being one of the better teams. Joe Gibbs racing specifically, one of the better teams. So, yeah, you definitely can't compare that. He's not in the – even though we're on the level playing field, it's not level to the Gibbs cars he was in. <laughs> exactly. All right, hit me with your next matchup there, Cody. Okay, next one, favorite bet of the weekend right here. Chase Elliott over Kyle Larson, minus 110. I don't I don't even really understand why this is on here. I, I mean – I get Larson won one of the races. He should have won the other one last year. But we haven't seen that Larson lately. We haven't seen that Larson this year really at all. And we have seen that Elliott. <laughs> he's four races in a row. He's finished in the top two. So obviously in four races in a row, he's beat Kyle Larson. Um, so it's just, again, this is just riding his momentum. He's been so good. He's been so consistent. I mean, back to, you know, we, we were surprised that that Almondinger was leading the points and and that in the Xfinity series. Now you're not necessarily surprised that Elliott is because he's won and run so well the last couple of weeks, but even before those last four weeks of these top two finishes, he was leading the points, even though he hadn't, you know, won a bunch or necessarily always been up front in that. But we, we've seen it from him. We saw it last week. He was in the lead towards the end of the race. He didn't quite have the car to hold on to it, but he's been consistently been getting good finishes running well, I've talked about it a hundred times. He's a streaky driver. So while he's on that streak, ride it until it flames out. And that's what I'm going to keep doing. Chase Elliott over Kyle Larson at minus 110. I can't, I can't fault you on that. And, and I think you summed it up absolutely perfectly in that this is not the Larson from last season. It, it, I, and maybe it's the new car. Maybe it's the level he's, playing field. He's still getting the love that like even on the odds for him to win and stuff. It's just, I don't even look at him anymore because it, why why would you bet him when he hasn't been getting it done i i understand he's won this season yes and he still had some good runs and he's looked good at the road courses and stuff but it's just he's not been the same larson he was he's he's tied with elliot as the second favorite well actually he's yeah plus plus eight one eight to one so still or plus eight hundred eight to one yeah and it's like why why is he in the conversation with kyle bush with martin truex why is ryan blaney 10 to one too i don't <sighs> Some of this stuff doesn't make any sense. I love Ryan Blaney. Everybody knows that, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I look, I, I can't. Uh, yeah. Again, I, I can't fault you on that one. It's just Chase Elliott has been 
the class of the it looks like Chase Elliott from a couple of years ago, you know, when he when he won the, the championship. He just looks that strong. And Kyle Larson is not the guy that won last year's championship in this car. Yeah, so. And Elliott today, actually, they just announced Napa signed. They didn't say how many years, but Napa signed on to be his primary sponsor for multi-year deal, it was reported. So again, he's he's not going anywhere. He's he's cemented in that position. I, I think he's the next legacy driver for Hendrick. You saw it with Gordon. You saw it with Johnson. They spent their entire careers there. I think Elliott's got that right as long as he wants it. He's not going anywhere, and he's comfortable. He's good to go. He's not like Kyle Busch where he's worried about where he's going to be racing and talking to different teams and all this turmoil and stuff going on, distractions. He's cemented in. He's good. He's basically going to most likely be the, the points winner. You know, so I I expect a good run out of him, but I definitely expect him to to beat Larson. I agree. Uh, All right. I'm going to give you a matchup as well. And this is a guy that we talked about a lot, uh, just knowing that, especially last week, and that's Kevin Harvick over Christopher Bell. I know Christopher Bell just won a race last week, but here's the thing about Kevin Harvick and Pocono. The man is fantastic on this track. He's only got a win, yes, but in 42 starts, he has 22 top 10s. And you got to go all the way back to 2014, right? 2014, he had a second place finish, 2015 second place, and then 2015, he had a 42nd. But after that, he ripped off a string of five straight top 10s, four straight top five finishes, two runner-up finishes, in the last few years, let's take it modern back. He's got five top five or top ten finishes with a win in 2020, a second place finish in 2020 as well. Uh, last time out on this track, he had a fourth place finish. Look, this guy is killing it in the four car. It's funny because you look at all of his finishes with the 29, not impressive. Jumps into the four, he's runner up and winning this race. Right, so there is something about Pocono for Kevin Harvick. Is he going to win? Shut up. I don't care. I don't really want him to win at this point. But I just wanted to finish better than Christopher Bell, who on this track as a cup driver has four starts, only one top 10, and that was a fourth place finish in his first race here in 2020. Since then, 39th place finish, 17th place finish, 32nd finish. Obviously, in 2020, he crashed uh, in, that, in that 39th place finish, but the one that he was running last year, 32nd place finish after a fourth place start. So... Yes, Christopher Bell's been doing well lately, but this track seems to have his number. Kevin Harvick, on the other hand, doesn't matter what he's driving. Uh, he can still finish above 30th place in that capacity. 42 starts at one track. That's just, that's incredible. That's that really jumped out to me. But yeah, I mean, I, I like this one as well. Obviously, we were on Bell last week, 18 to 1, and that was great. But you, you're not going to get that from him every week. We've talked about it for weeks and weeks on end. Harvick is consistent. He's always going to be in the top 10, always going to be in the top five. I love this one. Another smash play. You can get me to bet Harvick all day as long as it's not for him to win. <laughs> That's my goal, Cody. Get you to bet Kevin Harvick every single week. All right, let's jump into some winners here. I cheated this week. I, I could not make a decision on my more favorite driver to win this. And actually... Looking at the odds too, I know we just kind of made fun of some of them, but seven to one is your shortest winner. Like that's how hard it is for even the books to decide who is is gonna win. Like it's, I mean, usually you know you got somebody at three to one, four to one as the favorite, but 
you're getting guys seven to one as the the most favorite guys. So uh, we're gonna start with Chase Elliott. Uh, I you know I I can't stop betting him. I think I'm pretty sure I picked him the last four weeks in a row, which he's finished in the top two in all four of those races. But I, I can't stop, man. He's at plus eight fifty. Like he's finished in the top two four weeks in a row. You want to make somebody plus three hundred to win? This is the guy. <laughs> what are you doing? Like. Our guy Derek at, on Twitter at Picks by Blaze, he I don't, he must have an alert when the odds drop because he's always like right on top of it. Tweets out the odds and you you know drop your instant reactions and I looked at it and that was what I said like eight hundred for Elliot. It, it's eight fifty, yeah, for Elliot. Like the disrespect, man. What what are we doing? A guy that's been this good, he's been consistent. I, I can't stop betting him. So Chase Elliott plus eight fifty, gonna get it done again. If he doesn't get it done, Martin Truex Jr. 10 to 1. Uh I I kind of teased it yesterday in the in the recap show and the in the preview show. He was very impressive last week. They had a ton of speed in that car. He dominated at New Hampshire. He needs a win. If he does not win, there's a good chance he does not make the playoffs. And for a veteran guy like this that's maybe got one more season left in him, to not make the playoffs would be a massive milestone in his career and not in a good way. So that team wants to win. They were so close. They had the taste of victory last week. It got snatched from their hands. I think we're going to see him be good here. Gibbs has been good here always. Toyota's been good here always. So Martin Truex Jr. coming off of the momentum of having the great car last week and not getting the finish. I think we could see him easily dominate this race and win. So at 10 to 1. Um, so Elliott at 8 to 1. Truex 10 to 1. Cody, Cody. Couldn't I decide between. I want to put it on the record first, though, that you on on July 20th have given Truex the permission to win a race. I just put that on the record, please, because I, this is monumental. I have said, I've been publicly, I've said <laughs> on here that I do not think he's going to win again. So for me to take him, that's got to show you something. I, I, I did not want to take him, but I, 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 he just, he's been the guy that's been, and I almost actually, as I was filling out the document, I put him in and I left Elliot off and I could not, I almost, I was going to go back. I was going back and forth and I, <laughs> I had to do both because I couldn't not pick Elliot as well, but, but I could not pick Truex too, because I, I really think it's going to be one of these two guys. Now I, I do. I love your pick as well. I had considered him also because he's very good here. There's an M&M's narrative spoiler alert, nah. but anyways, I had to toss in a long shot because you know, in case I get that new high score of 50 to one, <laughs> On Saturday, I'm hoping to up it to <laughs> to 66 to one on Sunday. Brad Keselowski talked to a guy that needs a win. They're going to have to throw a hail mary at some point. So we talked about strategy, how it can play into this. Do I think he's going to have the fastest car? He's going to lead 600 laps and win this race. Probably not, mostly because there's not 600 laps in the race. But I don't think he's going to dominate in any way, shape, or form. But if there's a Hail Mary to be had, if there's a strategy call to be made, if they can do anything and everything, they're coming off of a solid run last week despite his very bizarre run-in with Austin Dillon in the middle of that race, uh, which, yeah, that was something. <laughs> but he still came back and finished seventh in that race. Like, So, I, you know, I, I don't fully believe in this team. I'm not saying that, that they're going to be solid every week all of a sudden, but it's 66-1. to 1. It's disrespectful for a former series champion that that can still get it done and that will get it done with this team. They're they're gonna get wins. They're gonna have better seasons. 
it's the first season for this car, the first season for this team. Give them time. I still believe in Brad and, and that organization, but there's somebody that's going to have to throw a Hail Mary. They're going to be looking at things. He's not worried about stage points. He's not worried about points, period. He only wants to win races. They're going to throw a Hail Mary when they get the chance. So maybe this is the week at 66 to 1. Can't pass it up for a long shot. I want him because I put a futures bet out there on him. I need him to win some races. Damn it. Get there. That's all I want. I think it was over. It was just one win, right? I wanted out of Brad. I think it was. Yeah. I think it was over a half a win. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So if neither one of those 16 drivers win for Cody, uh, we talked and, and we always talk about value in the favorites well this week especially even across the series we're seeing value in the favorites and the favorite to the to win this race is kyle bush just like cody had said plus seven and one look this bet just got way more interesting over the last i'd say 48 hours than it was when when the odds first dropped in several different capacities we just found out that kyle bush is in contract dispute i mean we knew that this was on the horizon we felt like that but at the same time now all of a sudden it's coming to fruition you know what i'm saying like uh it, it's actually starting to happen and now i don't know what it is it's like all his his contract is is almost up and and now there's just Kyle Bush that is riding for a drive right i mean he's he's he, now it feels like he's he's sort of i don't know i searching for something else uh, out there so now, not only is there an M&M's narrative in this, right? He is, he drives, drives the M&M's car, but there's a, hmm, I'm looking for a future employer. I'm driving for a future employer. And now he's got something to prove. So if Kyle Busch has not turned on the Jets yet <laughs> this season, which he necessarily, I mean, look, he, he really, he hasn't, he hasn't, right? He's got 11 top 10, six top fives and a win. But the last, oh man, since Sonoma, 30th in Sonoma, disappointing day. 21st at Nashville, totally disappointing day. Uh, 29th day in Road America, 20th at Atlanta, 12th last week at New Hampshire. It's just been nothing but bad luck for the, the and maybe it's because he's playing head games with himself. Maybe it's because all this stuff is weighing on him. But now he comes to a track where he's got four career wins, 18 top 10s, 11 top fives. Dude won here last year. Finished second the race before in that back-to-back. Had a bad crash in the 2020 race, but he finished fifth in the race before that. Two back-to-back wins. Three out of four races between 2017 and 2019 belong to Kyle Busch. If there is a get-right track, Cody, this is it. Yeah, I love this one. I think if you can find a three-sided coin to to flip on this three-turn track, uh, you can flip it, and it can be between any of those three Gibbs cars. Denny Hamlin, as much as I don't want to say it, could easily be very good here. Kyle Busch, Martin Truex, uh, it's a toss-up between the three of them. One of them is going to have a dominant car and lead a bunch of laps in this race. I could, I will almost guarantee it. Um, so which one it is, you know, there's the whole narrative for M&Ms. They're sponsoring this. This is their last big race sponsored. I, I promise he's going to be in an m M&M. and I haven't seen the sponsor list this week, but... I'm almost certain he's going to be in an M&M's car for that. They're going to have a ton of stuff around M&M's. NASCAR is a very narrative-driven sport. We've seen it so many times where, you know, the whole the story lines up perfectly and a guy wins or whatever. It, the sport's just always delivered on those storylines. So it could happen with the M&M's thing. He's pissed off. It's it's come out. I mean, there, I saw a report today. They're farther away than they want to be on these contract talks, which 
is very interesting to think to have thought a year ago that that Kyle Busch would not finish his career in the 18 car was almost unthinkable. But at this point, it's starting to become thinkable. He has said himself he's talked to other teams. I mean, look around the garage. There's not a ton of cars opening up, but that number 10 car for Stuart Haas Racing, you think Ford and Tony Stewart, former teammate of Kyle Busch, by the way, wouldn't want to get a guy like Kyle Busch, one of the best drivers in the sport. He's still in the prime of his career. He's the only active multi-time champion of the sport. Like, you think they would don't want to get him? Like, people are going to be bidding on him, and it seems like maybe they're having a problem. I think it seems to me like maybe M&M's was paying a lot of money to be his primary sponsor, I think, and other companies are not willing to pay that much. So you, you want to know what the scariest thing in the garage is, is a pissed-off Kyle Busch. And, and if he's in FU mode, you better watch out because he can easily put a race together, dominate, win, and just give the double bird to everybody and say, I'm worth every penny you're going to pay. So I could see that whole entire thing, you know, coming to fruition. And that's one of the reasons he's a favorite to win here. He's always been good here as well. So that, that helps. Uh, but yeah, I, I love this one. And it was a, when I originally, I mean, obviously I ended up with the toss up between Truex and, and Chase Elliott, but you could easily replace the, the Truex part with Kyle Busch swap the two of them out and and put that in there i feel equally as good about him as truex so yeah i mean again and now that all this has come out i mean he could have been privately playing those head games with himself right i mean we knew that this was coming but we didn't know the extent of it and now that the full pretty much the full story is out this is a situation where now kyle's like okay maybe the pressure's off maybe i just go out yep. and just drive and yep. win every race between now and the rest of the season. Win a championship even and, and tell everybody that you're going to have to pay me uh, whatever ride I take next year. So, yeah. Exactly. Yep, so. I love it. Me too. Uh, all right. Uh, look, here, get your pen and papers out. I'm going to go through all the all the bets for the, Xfinity, or for the Cup Series. You have to go back and listen to the Xfinity because I forgot. I'm sorry, forgot to recap. But we'll do the uh, we'll do the Cup race bets for sure. Uh, where you have got Toyota to finish one and two at plus four hundred. I've got Bubba Wallace as a top five finish at plus four hundred. You've got Joey Logano over Alex Bowman at minus one hundred five. I've got Kevin Harvick over Christopher Bell at minus one thirty. You've got Chase Elliott over Kyle Larson at minus one ten. I've got Eric Almarola over Eric Jones. At minus 120, you have got the law firm of Elliot Truex and Brad Keselowski to win. Elliot at plus 800, Truex at plus 1,000, Keselowski at plus 6,600. And I'm giving you Kyle Busch at plus 700 to win. So much fun to be had this weekend in the Poconos. Uh, cannot wait for another great week of racing, Cody, as we wrap up the betting process. Uh, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you on social media? Yes, find me on Twitter at Husker underscore Zeeb. Uh, always got a lot of stuff going on there. F1 article dropped today for the French Grand Prix this weekend. So hoping to hoping to hit some good ones there. Uh, I'll have an article for the Xfinity race from the Garage Guys coming out later this week. Uh, again, went three for three on that last week in that article. So uh, definitely check in for more later in the week plays on that. And uh, yeah, you follow the show at NASCAR Gambling. And of course, join us in the Discord. And uh, yeah, chat with us during the race and throughout the week. Yeah, just 
a mental note for you folks out there. If you if you actually want to win money, you just listen to Cody, man. This guy's giving you all sorts of opportunity to walk away with cash each and every week. He is my favorite co-host for this show. Uh, you can read into that what you want. You can follow me on Twitter, at Gomez. Of course, read all of my work on the Sports Gambling Podcast website and on the Sportsbook Review as well. Just keep an eye open. We've got stuff going on all over on the Discord, like Cody said. Tomorrow, DFS action. We will be breaking down for you our favorite plays on the slate. But in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, hopefully you're listening to this in a nice, comfy place. And until then, let's go racing and let it ride.